What will I complain about? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's extremely true. <laughs> <laughs> I really like your Lego Batman voice Thank here. You. That's dark, Phil. Phil, I want you to know I love you forever and always. Thank you. I'm very glad. That's, that's the Phil that is the hooded Kermit. Yeah, exactly. Name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do this. <laughs> All right. This is the last music. This is like Phil is just like it's like it's either 15th century madrigals. Hi, I'm Susanna Polo, and I have haven't watched Lost, and I will never watch Lost. Good to to reiterate that. Yeah. Uh, my friends Rachel Raykov and Phil Davis love Lost. Yep. Yeah. Totally. 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 Totally love it. This is. I'm, in it, I'm just in it for Arst. This is a wonderful show. And uh, this is Lost in Translation, a podcast where they explain Lost to me episode by episode, and I get angry, or at the very least, I feel ambivalent. You know. And what? that's a real achievement. You know. Yeah. What? Last episode, I feel like I was ambivalent. You know, there have been a couple episodes where you felt ambivalent, and I feel like we're slowly moving from vicious hatred to to something better. So briefly, briefly, but this is like that scene in the Matrix where they fly the Nebuchadnezzar up really high, and it goes over the clouds, and they have a brief glimpse of the sun, the mystical thing that they've never actually seen in their real lives. Mm-hmm. I have and no then way. just as they're appreciating the beauty of it, the ship crests and they start falling back down to the terrible real world. I don't know. That's what, what these episodes are. Yeah. Well, that 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 isn't from the Matrix. It's from uh, the movies that we don't speak of. Fair it, enough. Okay. Well, that's why I don't recognize it because those don't, movies don't exist. Um, so we're still in the season finale of Lost, which is so long that it is three. We're in part two of it, three. It's it's part two of three. Um, we're we're doing this in in three parts because because uh, it's not, in three parts. Yes, and also because the only three hour long podcast it's like a anyone should ever listen movie. to is the giant bombcast or the one where Susanna talks about Star Wars. Right, that one. That one. That's the absolutely one. that one. Anyway. I've never listened to the Giant Bombcast. It's three hours. It's very long. Even though I work with, um, I'm pretty sure, more than one person who's been on it, and yeah. a number of people who are really big fans of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I gotta I got set our timer. Uh, this is season one, episode 24. The name of this episode is Exodus Part 2. Okay. Part 2. Part le deux. Oui, le deuxième. You guys are the worst. Uh, our timer has started. Et parte dos. <laughs> That's all the languages I got. I don't want to say part in Japanese. Je ne parle pas français. Wait. Je parle seulement très petit peu français. That's lovely. Let's get into this. Je it. suis la jumeille. <laughs> <laughs> Is that French you're speaking? <laughs> I don't know. It's the Muzzy commercial. That's also the Muzzy commercial. <laughs> that's right, these children... Uh, that's French you're speaking, and these children aren't French. They're American. No. <laughs> oh, a français. And it's they require their amazing new language skills using Muzzy. Oh my god, Rachel. You know so much more of this commercial than I expected. <laughs> I literally never... For to learn English, right? But like, for what speakers? For, speakers of what language? 
Um, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay, People who don't speak immersion. English. It's immer- okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched it in English. It's very weird. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Well, this this has been the translation portion of Lost in Translation. <laughs> I could really talk about Muzzy for a long time, so let's so let's talk about Lost instead. Must we? <laughs> Yeah, you have, you have to talk about Arst, apparently. Uh, That's true. The Arst this, show. This episode opens yet again with an eye opening. Oh, does it? I didn't write but that But this down. time, it is Turniped's eye. Alright, but like, we the eye that, like, that is, they've done that enough times that now that that is just, like, their thing. It's yeah. the eye of the baby. Oh. It's the eye of the baby. Yeah, okay. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> None of us come up with a funny thing I in was, time. I wasn't trying to. Um, anyway, he, he's crying. That was the rare occasion where we all burst into the same <laughs> stupid song parody at the same time. Well, if you're going to say it's the eye of the baby. But <laughs> well, it was! Uh... So, last episode, as I recall, Susanna, you were like, why aren't we talking about Claire? Well, we open on Claire, who is freaking the fuck out. That's exactly what I have written yeah. down here. Like, word for word. you know, other people are coming for her baby, and she is so not okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's yeah, reasonable. She's trying to pack up her stuff, because Jack is like, we, we need to get everyone to the cave. He said this before, they left yeah, on their they're moving to the caves. dynamite hike. Right. We're all moving to the caves, we can all be together. Yeah. So she's trying to, like, change the baby and also pack up her stuff, and also the baby is crying, and also she is terrified out of her mind. Um, Charlie tries to help, to be like, hey, let me, like, do something for you, and Claire's freaking out and just like, go away, I can't, I can't deal with anything, um, and is freaking out. And Charlie, his response to this, which I find just incredible is to go to Saeed and to ask Saeed for a gun so that he can protect Claire this is stupid this is a <laughs> stupid thing to do and Charlie's not even American uh he's not so you wouldn't expect that this would be his first instinct yeah. and you know topical politics well it's not, not really top- that topical I mean it's even. always or, or else it's always topical evergreen, it's never not really, topical yeah. evergreen yeah. political um, reference uh and Charlie's like, you know, and Saeed is like, no, I'm not giving you a gun. Yeah, you want to protect like, Claire. Well, I, I shot yeah. a murderer before, and Saeed's Yeah, when like, everybody had, had agreed that we were not going to shoot yeah, that guy. Yeah, the thing where you fucked up, like, no, yeah, and, guy. And Saeed is like, hey, if you want to help Claire, then you should actually help her. Help her pack up her stuff. Yeah. Help her carry her child. Right. Like, that would be helpful, not this, like not getting a gun. Uh-huh. Uh, Saeed continues to be just so reasonable. Mm-hmm. And I I love that he's there to be the voice of reason when everyone else is being a fuckhead. Like, yep. it's just, it's so nice that there's at least one voice of reason. Yeah. Fairly consistently. Um, Team Dynamite looks at the Black Rock. Um, Hurley asks how the hell a sailing ship ended up in the middle of the damn jungle. And then Rousseau says, are you on the same island as I? And Hurley says, I guess that explains it. And I wrote, no, Hurley, it does not. (laughs) And then Arst, America's favorite character, gets pissed off and very aggressively points out that they're only a mile or two from the shore and the ship could very easily have been swept inland by a tsunami. (laughs) 
He has no time for this mystical island bullshit. <laughs> Do you like arse because you feel like if you were on the island, you would be the arse? I would not be as pure. <laughs> Phil can only aspire yeah. to arseness. He's such a fucking dick. Anyway. No um, one cares about what arse says. Really, no one. You're like, that's true. Yeah. No one cares what arse says. Russo bails. Um, she's like, all right, you're here. Later. I'm, uh, peace out. Yeah, Jack objects, um, but she says that the dynamite's on the hold of the ship, and they need the explosives, but not her. Um, Jack's like, but who's gonna lead us back to the camp? And Locke's and like, Locke is like, me. Me, you idiot. I'm, I'm, Come I'm, on. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, arse is an ass. Um. Perhaps he is so an mad. arse. I'm so <laughs> mad. I'm so mad right now. Because <laughs> I called him an ass. He's the best. <laughs> uh. Jack and Kate go to get the dynamite, I guess, with Locke. Yeah. Lost! Um, yeah, they want they want Ars to come into the ship also, but he's only there with his, like, hot dynamite tips. He's not, like, he didn't sign on for this ghost ship stuff. Yeah, so he stays outside with, with Hurley. hot dynamite tips about how this was a bad plan? He he, he stays outside with Hurley. Yeah. Was that, who was saying No, he said it was a bad plan. But he, he said it was a bad plan, like... but it's, it's a dangerous plan, and yeah. he knows how to handle the dynamite. Oh, yeah. okay. Um... So, when we come back from the title card, they, they crawl into the ship through a hole in the hull. Hole hole. Poor hole. You know what? That's a good one. Thank you. Um, uh, hole hole? Yeah, that's a good one. Hole hole. Uh, it's a oh, a ship. good one. I yes. see what you're saying. A good, very, very obscure college yes. inside joke with you guys and like seven other people. You shout, know out, what? shout out to Keegan. You know what? Keegan, they all listen. Sh- shout out to Keegan. Keegan. Uh, you know what? A lot of our people do listen to this yeah. podcast. It's like our, our seven friends listen to this podcast. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Shut up. This is a cool It's shit. a word that people use. Guys. He doesn't own it. Guys. This is a podcast about love. You're all terrible people. Inside the you. ship, they step on something crunchy. Yeah, uh, and they look down. It to be dead bones it's chained a skeleton. to the wall. I was about to say, is it bones? It's it bones. <laughs> you nailed it. They're chained to the wall, and that makes Locke decide that this was a slaving ship. En route to a mining colony, judging by all the mining equipment. He also and has, and like, a whole theory about where it came from and where it was going to, and I was like, okay, whatever, man, like. I don't know how you would know this from seeing some Geographics. Bones. But, like, just from seeing some bones in a... That are manacled to the wall? Yeah, but that could have be... That's a long it could be like a sailor thrown in the brig. There's, no, a, there's no, many no. of them. There's, oh, there's like a like slave it, amount it could, of them. I'm, I'm not doubting the slaving. I'm doubting the knowing where they were coming from and where they were going to. Anyway. Uh, there's a bunch of mining equipment on the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they look for dynamite. And they find a crate. Kate finds uh, a crate marked explosives. It's marked in English. So, uh, I, I, but I didn't realize before that it, the ship was from England. Yeah. So. Well, it's registered in England. Who knows? Yeah. Well, anyway. Hurley and Arst have. America's favorite character. Have this conversation that is just. Oh my god. Uh, Arst is complaining to Hurley about clicks. And how all of the characters on the island, whose names we know, are in one big clique. Like in high school. And all... He's and not he, wrong. And he's like, all the rest of us are people too. They're and not though, because this is a television show and I'm not just real saying, life. he's like, he's getting real... 
he, he's that get, conflict, by the way, is the central conflict. The central conflict subtextually of my favorite season of my favorite anime, Revolutionary Girl Ujna, which okay. is that all the secondary characters who where the show doesn't have enough time to deal with their shit, getting being manipulated by a villain into believing that their shit doesn't get dealt with because of the main character, oh, and then cool. fighting the main character. That's kind of cool. Well, then maybe you'll also love Arst because he is just bringing this up. Uh, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Hurley, Hurley is like, like, uh, okay, yeah, dude. What do you what, want me to do about that? Pretty much like, what do you want me to like? I exactly. What do you want me to do about this? Yeah, not a lot I can do. Um, Kate tries to open the crate with a pickaxe that they also found on the ship, but Jack's like, hey. Don't, maybe don't do that. It says explosives and we're in the thing small of dynamite. Space. Yeah. Like yeah. Maybe yeah, we not. should just keep bring it Let's outside. Just bring it outside first. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Um, and then as Arst uh, continues to oh. heroically berate Hurley. Who like, no, here, here, here. Wait, who put all this dynamite in a slaving ship? Mining ship. It's, a mining, it's going to a mining colony. With slaves on it. That's why there's a pickaxe and dynamite. Wasn't and dynamite not invented until like World War One era? No. Uh, dynamite was around. Wait, fuck, hang on. Sorry, one second. Phil's actually gonna look this up. While Phil looks this up, I'm going to tell you more about the conversation that Aris is having with Hurley about clicks. Okay. Uh, and how all the popular dynamite. D y n a m i t e. Who are you, me? No, I'm me. I'm also bad at Um, spelling. And he talks about how all of the popular island people get all the best stuff. So like. I'm missing Aris content by looking up dynamite. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, patented in 1867. Oh, okay, so yeah. like Civil War era. Yeah, but after England outlawed the international slave trade. Yeah. So. Hmm. To be fair, like, I don't know. This All this shit's weird. Do you, do you, want, do you want to take up the... the yeah, the dynamite could, uh, could very well have been stored in the slave ship after it was beached. Fine, sure, yes. Uh, do you want... Um, other yes. denizens of the island. Do you Arst, want to... Yes, to Arst heroically continues to berate Hurley... And the main cast associates were having more than their fair share of, like, island resources he, and stuff. He talks about uh, how it's just like high school and how the teachers in high school are just as bad as the students and the gym teachers won't let him sit with them at lunch. Oh my god. Yeah, I know! Now you understand why I hate him. And I wrote here, I hate ours. That's, that's... <laughs> as, that's a very strange narrative idea. As they're Put having on. this conversation, um, he sees them carrying the crate full of dynamite out of the boat and like mm. flips out. He's like, stop immediately where you are he, and put the crate down gently. Gently, gently. Yeah, he's like screaming at them. He's yeah, freaking he's, the he's angry. fuck out. Um, Arst then uh, pries the box lid open with a knife very gently. Really delicately. And explains that in high heat, uh, dynamite leaches nitroglycerin, which is extremely volatile. Mm-hmm. Um, and very sensitive to shock, specifically. He's also kind of a dick about it. He's yeah. like, do you know what happens to dynamite at high heat? Do you? Yeah. And they're all like, no. <laughs> yeah. And since these sticks of dynamite have been sitting out in this humid-ass jungle for so long, they're now very, very dangerous to handle. They're incredibly unstable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kate is wearing a little button-up shirt over her tank top, and Arst requests it. Um, she Ugh. takes it off and throws it to him, and she, then he... She, yeah, she's wearing other clothes, she's, too. Far more clothed in this scene than she ever is on the rest of the show. That's pretty true. Um, and he dips it in a big puddle of mud. I thought it was going to be an excuse to like. No, no, it's, no. A, it's, it's a, a rare occasion. It's a rare occasion yeah. where that's not the case. She's more clo- She's like returning to her default level of clothedness. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
He dips it in a big puddle of mud and starts to wrap, very gingerly wrap the stick of dynamite with it. Yeah, he says that uh, dynamite is nitrical cyanide. Yeah, the guy who invented... With, mixed with clay. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. yeah, and he points out that the uh, the guy who invented nitroglycerin blew himself up. That's so very dangerous. The way that they figured out that it worked was his lab assistants came in and found him blown up, and they were yeah. like, "Well, <laughs> I I guess this works." Yeah. This whole time, Arst is very angry and bitter about everything that's going on. Even he volunteered to do it. Um, he finishes wrapping. That sounds familiar to me, Phil. <laughs> Weird that I like this guy. Um, he finishes wrapping up the dynamite and then breathes a big old sigh of relief. Um, and then he explains that this stuff is very temperamental, so they cannot take any more than they absolutely need. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he starts to explain like important handling methods and like how to be safe. And while he's doing this, he gesticulates just a little too aggressively, and the stip- uh, stick of dynamite blows up. And uh, I boom. was wondering how much longer he was for this world. <laughs> <laughs> it explodes. Yeah. And... Uh, like, the piece of dynamite he was holding explodes, and, uh, pieces of Arst rain down yes. on everybody. Gross. Arst, America's favorite character, gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> it's, it is, it is a, it is, like, a terrifying moment, but also, like, I kind of hated the dude, but then you're also like, shit, he wasn't kidding. Like, yeah. he was being a huge dick about... But then also, this is clearly the writers having goof. Yeah, they needed yeah. a character to... They needed to blow up the dynamite to establish the danger. So yeah. they invented a character. And while they knew this... Uh, you're well, right. Yeah. I yeah. thought about that for yeah. a bit. While they, while they knew that this guy wasn't going to last long, they let him do fun stuff like make fun of him. They don't talk about anyone else on the show. Yeah. Because um, they all die. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so... And then they're, then they're, it's like, oh, it's someone when you guys get all the get all the plot while well, I'm a character who's literally invented to die as a goof. <laughs> 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 and he, he is... He, but it it makes it makes the point. Yeah, like he wasn't kidding. He was right about all the science. Um, this is like very very dangerous. Yes. Uh, flashback airport. We see Sun spill coffee on Jin again. Um, as he walks off to the bathroom, the can pan the camera can, the camera um, pans to Saeed, who's, who's now been released. By, uh, he he was detained by airport security after. Shannon fucked him. Uh-huh. Um, but, but not, not fucked yet. Him. Not yet. Right. Metaphorically. <laughs> yes. Boom. Um, uh, in the bathroom while he's like cleaning off his shirt, uh, a guy wearing a Hawaiian shirt asks Jin for a paper towel. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jin's like, Jin's like, I, well, I, I don't speak I don't, English. Like, he just looks at him and shakes his head. It's like, ah, you, you don't yeah. speak English. Then the Hawaiian shirt guy starts speaking to him in Korean. Uh, because. He works for Mr. Sun. Oh no! Yes, uh, I figured out actual. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. he he uh, pronounced uh, Mr. Sun's name. It's it's pronounced Peck. So okay, that that was just useful. I'm still gonna call. Yeah, him Mr. Mr. Sun, Sun is fun as, to as say. We, we've established this yeah. now, but Sun, Sun's surname is is Peck. Okay, and that's how it's pronounced. Um, they've been following him. They know that he's planning on running, uh, but he had better deliver those goddamn watches. Yeah. Um, he also then says that he'll never be free from uh, Mr. Sun. Because if he doesn't do the things, he's going to lose Sun. Right. And, yeah. uh, Jin is stuck working for Mr. Mm. For Mr. Sun forever. Uh, uh, back on the island? Jin, Jin, oh, sorry, is, go ahead. Jin is very sad yeah. when the guy leaves. Yeah. Like, he is devastated. Uh, back on the island, uh, the raft crew look back. Or I guess not quite on the island. Jin, um, Jin is on the raft and grinning from ear to ear because he is free. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sort of how I took that, at least. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very, I'm king of the world moment. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that kind of a yeah, shot. Yeah, it's like, you'll never be free. And then they cut to him being free. It's classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they look back on the island as they sail, sail away. Uh, they're surprised at an island that this size, like it's a big old island, they're surprised that it's not known of or like visited ever. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. this is the first time we've gotten a shot of the island right. from far away. It's fucking huge. It's a yeah. very large island. Mm-hmm. It's got you know giant mountains and it goes on for a, a We've while. clearly only been in an incredibly tiny part of it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to this place. Um, on the beach. Uh, by oh, the way, as a side note, Sawyer start is sailing and sings a redemption song as they sail. And redemption song. It's Bob Marley. It's all oh, I okay. ever had. Redemption. All right. Song. Great song. Um, they talk about how they all like Bob Marley and they're getting along. Yeah. Uh, on the beach, people are packing up and heading out to the caves. Sun watches where the raft disappeared off into. You can't see it anymore, but she's still standing on the beach watching. Yeah. Um, Shannon is struggling with like four bags and also Vincent. Um, Saeed asks her if she really needs all that stuff. He's um, trying to help her. Yeah. She's very upset. Mm-hmm. And in trying to help her with the bags, he notices that a bunch of the stuff she's bringing is Boone's stuff. Um, Shannon is losing it a little bit. Yeah, right. and she basically is like, hey, I, I need this. I'm freaking out. And then Sawyer, or not Sawyer, Saeed is there to help her. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. look, let, let me help you carry the stuff. Let me help you get the shit there. Yeah. I'm here for you. Said is so good. He's so good to her. Yeah. He's so good as a human being. Um, uh, Team Dynamite reflect on what has happened. Uh, Hurley, uh, Kate and Hurley sit. Hurley is not okay yeah. because Arst just exploded. Yeah. Yeah, Hurley thinks that he's responsible because of his curse. Um, Kate says it was an honest accident. Uh, uh-huh. He's not reassured. Yeah. Yeah, of course not. Um, Locke starts to remove dynamite from the box as Jack is, like, leaning immediately over the box with his face up in it, too. Like, he didn't just see what happened. <laughs> this is this is the most amazing conversation. Locke tries to get the dynamite. Jack says, I don't know, maybe we should get the dynamite. And Locke says, we have to get the dynamite. And Jack is like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, this, is, this conversation is completely pointless. Um, and they are moving the dynamite now as if it, it was dynamite, is what I wrote. Like, they're moving it in... Cr- Gingerly. Yes. Very carefully. Very carefully. Yeah, yeah. They're freaking yeah, yeah. out. They talk about how much they need. Um, and Locke is like, I, we need, like, three pieces of dynamite. Yeah, three pieces of dynamite to blow the hatch, so they're gonna bring six in case someone detonates on the way back. Uh-huh. Um, and... Locke is like, I'm, I'm taking the, the driest pieces that I can find, mm-hmm. because... It's... They're the safest, ostensibly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Locke gets real weird here. Yeah, he starts goofing off a little bit. conversation, he's having the best time yeah. doing this. Right. And he's like, this is like a game of operation. <laughs> what, did he play a lot of that in the Toy Story you used to work on? I guess. I guess, um, yeah. And he's just like... He's, I, I wrote, Locke, you are enjoying this way too much. Yeah, and he, like, makes a reference to Operation, and then as he's picking up a, a thing and Jack is right in his face, he goes, like, and Jack is, like, you motherfucker. I'm yeah. So angry. And, and Jack is especially angry. He's, like, yeah. do you, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, you like playing games? And Locke's, like, fuck yeah. That's what the thing actually yeah. happens. That, he, like, he that, likes that, backgammon. That's a thing, yeah, that's the thing that they say. So There are two I'm, sides. One is black. One is, one is <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Anyway, so Locke is having a wonderful time with this incredibly volatile uh, dynamite. Right. Meanwhile, uh, on the beach, Charlie made Claire a baby Bjorn out of some blankets from the plane to help her carry Aaron. Okay. And I was like, hey, Charlie, you, you took Saeed's... turnip head? Turnip head. Turnip head. Spoilers. Oh, fuck. Damn it. I've, I've written I've Aaron worked, this whole goddamn time. I've worked so hard. I wrote turnip head in my notes. All right, I'm sorry. It's turnip head. Um, so they, they, uh, she's super happy about it. And also, like, this is the first time that Charlie is being helpful right. to Claire instead yeah. of just saying he wants to be helpful to Claire. Yeah, and while he's busy explaining what the hell this thing actually is, she doesn't know initially. Rousseau shows up she, and like, runs is freaking in. out and demands Saeed's attention. Yeah, she, she's screaming for Saeed. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. where is he? Uh, and is flipping the fuck out. Uh, Charlie's like, it's okay, calm down. Like, he's just Yeah, he's he not left far. for the caves, like, he's he not here. He left for the caves, I'll, I'll go and get him. And he, he runs, leaving Claire with Rousseau. Uh, Rousseau asks Claire about the baby. What's his name? She gets weird seeing yeah. the baby. Like, she sees it and her face gets weird. Um, okay. And is like, you know, what's your baby? Name? <laughs> what's your baby? What, what, what is your baby? Uh, and she's like... Oh, is and, and Claire is like, I, I don't have a name for him yet. And then Rousseau asks if she can hold him. And Claire is like... No. No. No, you cannot. Um, That's reasonable, Claire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rousseau, like, extends her arms to take the baby. And Claire sees the marks that Locke saw on her arm. And suddenly is, like, has some memories. Right, has flashbacks. She has flashbacks, and she remembers. But not, like, capital F, lost flashbacks. Right. She's, like, having amnesia flashbacks, and she remembers scratching Rousseau and screaming. Yeah, Mm. and then she asks... Why did why? I do that? Why did I scratch you? Why did I, why did I do that? Why why was that happening? Um, and then Rousseau starts freaking out, and so does Claire. They're everyone's freaking out. Yeah. Flashback. Jimmy. Charlie. Yeah. In his hotel room, uh, Charlie is frantically looking Pre- for like leftover heroin. Pre plane. Yeah. Uh, he does not find it, but he does find a hooker. No, it's not, I don't think it's a hooker. I don't know. It's just some woman. Just in a his woman. Bed. Um, okay. he keeps looking for heroin. Maybe she's a Xerox heiress. <laughs> I'm in mean, a different Xerox heiress, maybe. Yeah. Um, he he finally finds some in the bathroom. The HP heiress. Yeah. He find he finds some hero, heroin and hides it from the woman. Oh. The woman wakes up and needs a fix. Uh, Charlie's like, Yeah, I don't have any. We, we're out. We, we're we out. used it all we yesterday. All. And uh, the result of this is that she attacks him. Yeah, she thinks he's lying. She, like, beats his ass, but fails to steal the heroin from him. And uh-huh. he also kind of beats her because, you know... They're fighting. They're fighting. Right. Um, eventually, she calls him pathetic and also calls his band... Fuck. It's something really... She... she yeah, she, she, she makes ca- some she reference makes to the band, but uses the, the wrong band, name. I don't remember what it is. the wrong name, and it's really funny, and I didn't it's write Some it other down. car term flywheel or something no it's drive something it's mm. like drive car <laughs> it's not that but it's something equally dumb that he's like drive shaft yeah. uh and then she calls him pathetic and leaves uh he open he he's lying there but he opens his fist and he still has his 
BFF heroin. He's looking at it in a very like golem like way. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's a hobbit. Yes. Uh, back on the island, uh, Charlie has caught up with Saeed and explains that Rousseau is looking for him. And then they hear screaming from, from the, the beach. beach. Mm-hmm. They run. And they both run back. To the beach. And they find Sun, who is holding Claire, who is like on the ground. Mm-hmm. Unconscious. Unconscious. Uh, the baby's missing. The baby is nowhere to be seen. And Claire and is, is Rousseau. And Claire is bleeding profusely from the head. Right. And Rousseau is gone. And the baby is gone. Um, Claire sort of comes to and is screaming uh-huh. because Rousseau right. took, you know, yeah. grabbed the baby and attacked her. Yeah. Charlie then freaks out at Saeed and punches him and is like, if you had given me a gun, this wouldn't have happened. And Saeed... Definitely would have because, like, yeah, I was going to shoot Rousseau on sight I know. for and, no reason. And Saeed is like... Do not punch me again. You do not want... That <laughs> you don't want any like, of this. You don't want me to punch... Like, don't do that again, because, like, I'm going to lose it. And you're not mad at me. This is misplaced rage. It, like, mm-hmm. fuck you. Uh, we need to deal with this actual situation. Yeah. Don't fucking hit me again. Yeah. Um, and they can still... Amazing. Uh, yeah. And Said says that they can still catch up with her. And that he knows where Rousseau is going with the baby. Yeah. And they go after her. Uh, back at Team Dynamite, um, Jack, they... Jack wants to carry all the dynamite. Yeah, they load... Well, they load two different backpacks with three sticks each. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Jack and Locke agree that they should be the ones to carry the bags. Kate then insists on carrying one. Oh um, my god, this is so dumb. They argue about it. For yeah. God damn ever. Locke suggests that they draw straws to decide who will carry. Yeah, it's like, mostly he's like, you are both fucking idiot kids. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Kate and Locke draw the short straws uh, and have to carry the dynamite. Hurley is looking jack all weird, and Jack's like, what, do you want to carry dynamite too? And he's like, no, you've got some arst on you. <laughs> and it's upsetting. Hmm. Um, off on the raft... Uh, they turn on the little ship detecting equipment for the first time. Um, and meanwhile, Sawyer is reading everybody's messages that they put in the bottle. Yeah. Right. Um, Walt asks him a bunch of kid questions, like, aren't those private? Why are you reading them? Uh, what if I read yours? And, Why didn't you write one? Yeah, and uh, he, he's wearing his glasses. Yeah. Um, we also here get my quote of the week. All right. Um, my quote of the week is a little conversation that they're having, and uh, Sawyer's like, Tracy says, you know, she really misses her husband and her two kids. <laughs> yeah, she's sleeping next to uh, next to old Scott to keep her warm at night. And then Walt says, that's Steve. Scott's dead. <laughs> Continuing the joke <laughs> that will never die about no one being able to tell Steve and Scott apart, including Sawyer. Yeah. Even though one of them is dead now. Um, we also get an amazing quote after, which I, is... I thought this was going to be it. No, but but this is this is a part of it, because mm-hmm. it's like it, the next line, yeah. which is... Because he's still going through the notes, and he... And Sawyer's like, who the hell is Hugo? And how does he have $160 million to leave to his mom? I didn't think that was... The, I thought... Uh, uh, Walt keeps asking him these questions. He's like, well, why didn't you write one? Mm-hmm. And then Sawyer says... 
Because the only letter I ever wrote was to the man I'm going to kill. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then Walt is like, why are you going to kill him? Uh, I actually think this is my favorite scene. Okay. Like, in season one. Mm-hmm. is Really? I Yeah. Okay. Because it's Sawyer being just, like, fucking a dick, but and Walt... Being immune to his dickery. Being immune to his dickery. Of being a child. Yeah. But also, like, uh, Sawyer not pretending to be something else because Walt's a kid. Yeah. Like, they have a perfectly... Just a they can just be each other at yeah. each other. Yeah, and and neither one is particularly <laughs> like passing in the night. Yeah, like neither is particularly upset by the other, and yeah. like I just I don't know. It's a great scene. I like the scene a lot. Yeah. Um, on the island, uh, Charlie and Sade race towards the pillar of black smoke. Uh, well, they they stop off first to get guns. Yeah. Because they need, you know, mm-hmm. something. Uh, and Said says that. He thinks that Rousseau is trying to make a trade for her own kid. She's yeah. like, Yeah, take this baby in exchange for my own. Yeah, like he yeah. knows that, you know, they're coming to so get. I presumably, like, fucking 16 year old teenager. Right, exactly, but she's not yeah. super ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, like, probably, you know, now she has something that the others want. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she, maybe yeah, she can yeah. get her own kid back. Uh, Saeed is very, very smart. Yes. Um, Said so gives Charlie a gun, but tells him not to fuck up and shoot someone like the last time. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Claire shows up, like, totally freaking out and insists on going with them and is screaming and crying and losing it and realizes in the process of screaming and crying and losing it that she can't go with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, and then she she tells Charlie to get Aaron back. Yeah, Claire, with more emotional maturity in an emergency situation than Jack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, also, she names the kid. She named the kid Aaron. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Charlie's like, Aaron? She's like, yeah. He, his name is Aaron. Alright. And that's kind of a nice moment. Flashback, Sydney. Uh, Michael and Walt sit waiting for their flight when Michael goes to make a phone call as Walt plays with his Game Boy. And doesn't, refuses to talk to him. Yeah, he's just giving him the silent treatment. Um, on the phone, he talks to his mom and asks to help with Walt. Asks her to, like, help him with Walt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's panicking. Yeah, he's not really set up to take care of a kid. He doesn't really know how, and he's freaking out a lot. He thinks that, I don't know, maybe she can take him. And she clearly screams yeah. at him, even though we don't hear. Right. Yeah. Having Walt was never, like, a part of his plan. He's not, like, he's just not supposed to be his. Yeah. Um, she, she won't do it. Um, uh, Michael hangs up and then finds that Walt has been standing next to him. Heard for it. some oh. period of time. Oh, yeah. Busted. That's bad. Yeah. On the raft, um, they're, you know, uh, but I wanted to make a comment that on the raft, uh, Walt is wearing a life vest from the plane. Yeah, he's the only one wearing a life vest. He's the only one wearing a life vest. Oh. But, like, he's making him wear it, like, the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I think that's that's really yeah. cute. Yeah. That's, yeah, like, yeah. such a, that's a good, that's such a yeah. thing to do. Very much. Um, and then... Michael tries to teach Walt how to steer using like the rudder. How to operate the rudder. He's like, hey, like, you want to learn? Like, we got nothing to do. Yeah. Like, you want to learn how to learn drive to this boat? boat? Shit? Yeah. And then they have kind of like a, uh, an emotional conversation. Walt yeah. uh, asks why he never saw Michael growing up. Well, first he asks why they broke up. Why mm. Michael and his mom broke up. Mm-hmm. And Michael is nice. And instead of being like, because your mom's kind of a bitch and just left with you, he's like, well, yeah. you know, it didn't really work out. 
and then he asks why, um, as I said, why, why Susan, uh, didn't, you know, why, why he wasn't, why Michael wasn't in Walt's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michael says that it was, uh, because his mom didn't want him to be there. And, uh, she said, it was, and like, because she thought that would be, easier yeah, he was, he was better. doing, she, uh, she was doing what she thought was best was for best. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Walt says that she was wrong. And Michael has dad feels. Yeah. 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 And so does Rachel. <laughs> because, like, uh, they, they've been gone, like, they've gone through so much yeah. together on this island, and Walt has been such a shit to Michael, but now mm-hmm. he's like, hey, like, you're cool, and yeah. they're, they're bonding now, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. And just as they have this juicy emotional breakthrough, the raft lurches forward suddenly because they've hit a floating log. Yeah. And the rudder has been broken off of the raft. Yeah. Oh, right. Shit. Uh, yeah. The rudder is gone. Yeah. And the rudder is made of metal, so it's slowly sinking. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Jin and Michael are like, fuck, we gotta stop the boat. Like, we gotta yeah, drop, the, sail drop down. the sail. Meanwhile, Sawyer wastes no time and just fucking jumps into the water uh-huh. yeah, to... after it. Um, Michael throws him a rope and they slowly drag the rudder back to the raft. Yeah. He, he manages to grab it, but he's like, this shit is sinking. Fucking throw me this rope. Yeah. Uh, so they grab it. They they're able to to haul it back. Um, yeah. and, and pull him in. He climbs back onto the boat, and Michael goes uh, as 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 Michael brings Sawyer his shirt back, becoming Rachel's worst enemy. Um, <laughs> he, little, <laughs> you're not. You are not. Wrong. Um, he notices that there's a gun tucked in with all of his stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't make a big deal about it, but like he lets Sawyer know that he's pretty pissed off that he had a yeah. secret gun. Yeah. Um. I want to make a comment that, as like a viewer, this is the first time that I'm like, "Fuck, these people are out on the ocean, on this fucking makeshift raft yeah. that they built themselves with just like some fruit and a guy who knows yeah. how to fish. They are super gonna die. Yeah, like yeah. this is the first time I kind of realized that as an audience member. Yeah, and I have suddenly become terrified for their welfare. Yeah, their situation yeah. is very precarious. Like I felt very good in the last episode when they launched. I'm like everything's gonna be great, and now I'm like. Why did I think anything was going to be fine? They're on the open ocean. Yeah. Any, uh, yeah, I get, I got freaked out. Um, Team Dynamite uh, prepares to set off for camp. Uh, They're going to walk, like, pretty far away from each other in case one of them blows up so it doesn't, like, set off the other one, too. Yeah. Uh, And they're going to stagger. And they, if they see the security system that eats people, which Mm -hmm. I think Hurley calls it that, uh, what they're going to do is, like, the people who are carrying the dynamite will should take off yeah. the pack Ditch it. as quickly as they can and, and then run. Run! Yeah. yeah. Um, off at the caves, the survivors settle in for what will be an uncertain night. I wrote, everyone is doing badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sun brings Vincent some water and talks to Shannon about Boone. Um, and says that he, he died bravely. Uh... Yeah, Sun, Sun asks if Shannon thinks that they're on the island because they're being punished. Uh, punished for what? Things they did before. Who's punishing them? Fate. And then Claire chimes in and takes a huge shit on everything that they're talking about. <laughs> no one's punishing them. There's no such thing as fate. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sun thinks that they're being punished for, like, secrets they had and yeah. lies that they told. She would. Well, She had know. the big old secret. Yeah, she's... And she's, if I give her, I cut her some slack. She's having a hard time. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we get the walking we music. We can't cross those podcast wires, Phil. Yeah. Guys, 
We get the walking music. Yeah, Charlie and Zade race towards the smoke in the best yet version of the lost walking music. Yeah, it's a very good rendition <laughs> yeah. of, the, of the walking music. Though, to be fair, they are running. Yes. Um, Charlie gets separated and calls out for Saeed. Um, uh, and then hears him and then Saeed's like, yo, we have to stop. You yeah, are let's take a break. Bringing out. The place that, they, that Saeed has chosen to stop is the location of the heroin plane. Yeah, the boom plane. Oh. Um, Charlie asks about the plane, not uh, and Saeed, not knowing Charlie's history, explains that it was a drug smuggler plane, and oh. he like busts open one of the statues. And is like, like, look at this! It's full, 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 of full to bursting with heroin. And oh, I right. wrote, no. Yeah. And Charlie, Charlie makes a face like, oh, no. yeah. Fuck. He's he's like, yeah. he didn't want yeah. this. Yeah. 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 Uh, Saeed is like, all right, it's time to go. And Charlie just looks at all of the heroin. Yeah. The the dynamite people walk with more ominous music. Yeah, very delicately walk uh, back to camp. Hurley asks Locke what he thinks is in the hatch. It's getting darker. Yeah. Um, and then Locke asks Hurley what he thinks is in the hatch. Hurley lists a bunch of stuff like soap, food, clean clothes, and Twinkies. Twinkies. Locke laughs. He likes Twinkies, too. Uh. Um, Hurley again asks what Locke thinks is in the hatch. And Locke thinks that hope is inside the hatch. Uh. And I wrote, okay, whatever, dude. Oh, (laughs) I wrote, yeah, thanks, Obama. (laughs) Um, Uh, Malak Obama. (laughs) That's good. Is it? I'm not sure it's that good. It's extremely bad. Uh, And then (laughs) the worst one. Giant eagle yeah. screeches over. They and hear a weird noise, everybody. but it's just a big old eagle. Is it an eagle? Okay. Am I right about the it's probably an eagle. Okay. Uh, and did, it, did it make a red tailed hawk sound, though? Yeah, we don't remember the noise that it makes. Okay. It sounded like a. <laughs> That's certainly not it. <laughs> I'm not good at bird noises. Comes across. <laughs> and then we get a to be continued. Yeah, lost. Lost. All right. Uh, it's very difficult for me to have any sense of, of when the breaks are in these because it's a three-part story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're not really solid breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things just kind of... This one just kind of stopped. And th- the yeah. last two episodes were aired in one two-hour chunk. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So mm-hmm. there wasn't really a break between episodes yeah, here. Yeah, the last one had like a, a clear cap. Yeah, yeah. This, one, this one doesn't have a cap. It just kind of has a to-be-continued. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got a to-be-continued. Um, like I said, this is the first episode where I... Where, like I realized how dire shit's going to be on the raft. Yeah. In the ocean. You ever seen Castaway? Um, you know I did, but he wasn't in a raft. Yes, he, he was. was. Yeah, he was. He was in a raft for like a bunch. He of lost days. Wilson on the what raft. Was it was very dire. I'm that's sorry. True. God, that sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and then they find him, and he finds the lighter. And he, like, just makes fire with it. He just clicks the thing, and there's fire, yeah, and he looks and, at it, and, and it's like, he's just like, motherfuckers. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. What a weird movie. Anyway, um, that, uh, so this is, you know, this is a lot for me in that, in those mm-hmm. moments. Um, I was also, again, really happy about Sawyer. Sawyer, in this episode, I think, proved why he's on the raft. Mm-hmm. Because this whole time, like, he bought his way on, he's just dead weight, whatever, but in this episode, he's not just sitting around doing nothing, except for where that one scene where he's just reading all the notes in the bottle. But yeah. he's helping to sail, and when the rudder is gone, if 
they had continued doing the plan or planning anything, mm-hmm. they would have just lost it. And Sawyer doesn't even hesitate. He yeah. just jumps in and gets it. Man of action. Yeah. And thus being like, oh, having Sawyer on this raft is actually a good idea. Because mm-hmm. um, it's still a weird combination of Michael, Jin, and Sawyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an odd group of people to be going on this thing, to be stuck on this together. And yeah. Walt. Um, Walt is great. Yeah. I love everything about Walt is great. Um, other things? Thoughts? Uh, I think it, the Rousseau baby snatching is interesting. Um, yeah. And, and, I, and I like Saeed. I'm more interested by the Rousseau with scratches on her arms. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's a thing. The, the, I'm more interested by that being Claire doing that to her. Yeah. That's, that's Claire. Yeah. That to her. So we get that that nugget. Something something happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do also like the way that that's Saeed is able to be like she has has like figures out what Rousseau's game yeah. is. Mm-hmm. He knows that her mind, even though she's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Claire Claire is the person who scratched Rousseau, and like given the amount of healing and the amount of not. The yeah. timeline makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Arts. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole thing. Gone too soon. <laughs> Gone just at the right time. We barely knew ye. We knew ye enough. We knew ye enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why do the good always die young? <laughs> he's not about young. He's not young. Um, but again, the scene with the, the click describing is, is funny. Uh, tons of shit's happening. Yeah, yeah. a lot is like, it's, uh, actual things are happening. Yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff is Ton- happening. Tons of action, and it's just gonna continue in the season finale. One more episode to go, you guys. Um, I know that I think we were gonna stop every 12 episodes to take Susanna's temperature. Yeah, let's just wait. What it's, it's about, but we're gonna we're gonna wait because the that. next one's the yeah. end of the season. Uh, at the end of the season, we have an email address. Um, you should email us. Uh, our email address is watch lost or don't at gmail dot com. We yeah. we, AMA. we uh, AMA. Um, we did get a a request from Keegan uh, to make this a call in show, and. Our response to that is how. Yeah, how, how 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 do you think that would work? Also, like, who would call and what would they say? This show has been over for a very long time. Also, how would we alert people to call into our show? Yeah, that's another thing. By the time you hear this, we've already recorded it. We're not sitting here perpetually. <laughs> this is, in fact, the premise of a very famous Mr. Show sketch. I didn't know that. A pre-taped call-in show. <laughs> Well, uh, don't call in. Instead, email us if you have questions or comments about Lost, and we'll address them to the best of our ability. Um, also, tell your friends. Um, tell your family. <laughs> tell, your, tell your pets. Oh, wow. Tell your neighbors. Tell your worst enemies. <laughs> Sorry. Tell Arst. <laughs> tell He's Arst. Dead. Tell Arst. In the afterlife. Tell, tell people in the arse. Buy a Ouija memory. board. Summon <laughs> arse and tell him to listen to this show. 
don't know. I rip on it. Can you reach good. fictional characters with Ouija boards? Why not? <laughs> I mean, maybe. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> you can reach them just as much as you can reach actual dead people. That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, don't haunt me. Also, <laughs> <laughs> Don't haunt me, bro. Yeah. Also, Has enough time passed that that's an okay that reference to make? We're good. Um, Without glorifying, like, authoritarian violence. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're good. Um, so, uh, also, um, we're nearing the end of season one, so, like, if you were waiting to watch Lost until after all of season one was finished here... You know, the only person I know who's doing this is Flanagan, and he's not listening he's an to idiot. the podcast yet. So. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. He was waiting until we finished to watch season one and then listen. I don't know. What? So, <laughs> none of this matters, and I'm sorry, I'm still talking. Um, this is the end of our podcast. I can't wait until we watch all the show the and gets to this moment, and here's how annoyed I am at his dumb plan. <laughs> You've goofed it, Flanagan. Uh, anyway, uh, this has been Lost in Translation. I'm Rachel Raycock. I'm Susanna Polo. I'm Paul Davis. Get lost. <laughs> He's gonna write in. <laughs> and it's gonna be, like, so long from now. It's not even 45 years old. He's gonna say, hey. <laughs> Sorry. That's a really good impersonation of it. My plan was dumb. <laughs>